My name's Bobby Walker with Journey of a New Entrepreneur, and I've got one message for you. Don't be a bitch! What's going on, guys? It's Bobby Walker here with the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast. You're not going to believe who I got today. The man is royalty. I'll tell you all about him in just a second. Here's a hint. He's one of the few people in the industry that's actually bigger than me. So uh, I, I like being around this guy because usually when I'm hanging out with people, all the Yeti jokes are made about me. But whenever he's here, no one calls me Yeti. They call him the Yeti. So I like it. But I'm going to tell you who I got with me in just a second. But first, I want to take a minute and tell you about the most amazing an extremely powerful sales tool for home service industry businesses called Responsibid. Guys, Responsibid, it helps you close more jobs with higher ticket prices and less effort. It closes jobs while you're swimming in the pool. It closes jobs while you're on vacation, while you're in the movie theater, while you're taking showers. I, every one of those things has happened to me more than once, by the way. And uh, and then it also just helps you close those jobs when you're out and you're the guy out doing the sales in person. It helps you put your quote together quicker so you can focus more on the uh, interaction with the customer. And it does the follow-up for you because I'm gonna tell you right now, there's not a salesperson on the planet, including Grant Cardone, that has followed up every time like they're supposed to. But Responsibid follows up every time like it's supposed to it's freaking easy to use the only thing that's not super easy about responsibid is just the initial setup and that's just because it's a powerful tool that can mold to your company but the good news about that is they even do the setup with you so when you sign up you set up meetings with them they walk you through it you tell them what you want they'll set that sucker up and then once the hard work is done it's easy peasy and smooth sailing going forward Check out Responsibid at jnebid.com. If you go there, you're going to get an exclusive free month of service. You don't get that anywhere else. You only get that if you're a JNE listener because they're a sponsor of the show. You also get an exclusive lower monthly rate than you can get anywhere else for being a JNE listener. And then probably the most important thing that they give to every person out there is a 10 to 1 ROI guarantee. That means that if you sign up with Responsibid and you don't get a 10 times return on that monthly investment you're making with them, you don't pay for Responsibid. They're that confident in their service. They know it works. It's not some fly-by-night company. It's been around for a long time now, and they put their money where their mouth is. Guys, don't be like every other person that when they sign up for Responsibid, finally, after hearing me preach about it for God knows how long they say, man, I wish I would have listened to you a long time ago. I can't imagine how much money I've left on the table because I didn't have it. Guys, reach out to Kurt, reach out to David, those guys over there with the response bid team, go to jnebid.com. Stop wasting time. It's going to make you money. And right now is the best time to do it because most of you guys are in the off season and this is the time to be working on the systems, working on the business instead of in the business. Get this thing dialed in, tuned up, implemented, and ready to go for your busy season coming up sooner than we like to think, to be quite honest with you. It is, it's almost January, dude. It's like, <laughs> it's crazy. So 
anyway, and, and speaking of responsibility, actually, I've got a big, big uh, proponent of responsibility on the show with me. My guest today is Jason Guyman, who's become a very good friend of mine over here over the last year plus. Uh, you know, we've become pretty stinking good buddies. And well, I think I like Jason a lot. I'm not so sure what he thinks about me but uh jason uh he's actually been on the show before i've, I've had a few repeats lately but jason um he had he grew and sold a very successful pressure washing company in uh what was it cincinnati jason yep cincinnati yeah in cincinnati uh grew the thing to over a million dollars sold it he did the pressure washing in the summer you know in the regular season they did the christmas light stuff in the off season and jason actually now teaches people um how to how to essentially how to launch their uh their service businesses he travels literally all around the country um he's got a very successful youtube channel uh, we'll put all the links and everything in the show notes here but Jason, super glad to have you, man. Um, I'm always honored to uh, to do things with you and glad that you like me enough to be on the show. How are you doing, my friend? Man, I'm doing awesome. I'm excited to be able to come back on here tonight and just talk about pressure washing and business and other people. Oh, did I say that out loud? Um, you know, <laughs> we're going to do that. Though. <laughs> that is what I love to do. And yes, I am a huge component of responsibility. If you're not using it, you are leaving money on the table. You know, I use it to grow my million dollar business. It does something that you don't do. And that's a lot of times these people don't follow up. You know, mm -hmm. the follow up is in the key the getting the your average ticket up higher is through responsibility. Responsibid, instead of selling a three hundred dollar house wash, you might sell an eight hundred dollar package, nine hundred dollar package, yep. just by using responsibid. So I am a big, big thumbs up on responsibid, and I've always used it, and it's been something. Yep. I was there when Kurt first started rolling it out um, at the, one of the very first ones in Alabama. So I was. In the very start of it, he had just sold his, his uh, I don't even know if he had sold his pressure, his clean, window cleaning business at that time and went full time into it. He was still doing both. Oh, really? Doing. So I knew Kurt way back when. Kurt is one of a kind that you will, you just love Kurt because Kurt is an awesome dude. Yeah, just a good, good dude. Well, thank you for the, the added promo on that. I appreciate that. I'll take my, my, my percentage later on. You get your percentage later. Okay. <laughs> so Jason, we're going to catch up a little bit. Uh, we, we don't, we actually, you and I have another uh, thing we're doing a little later tonight, so we don't have hours and hours and hours, but I think we've got some good content and, and I'm really looking forward to this particular uh, podcast episode because we're going to talk a little bit about some good, um, uh, tactical stuff. And I think we're gonna have a little bit of just fun, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit of nonsense and, and things like that. And, uh, but, but let's, well, you know what, Jason, I'm just going to get right into it. Let, let me, let me, let me just start. Let me just throw down the gauntlet and, uh, I'm, I'm just going to call you out, man. What's up with all these people like you, these, these YouTube gurus that, that think that they can just start a company and then start start a YouTube channel and just think they're just God's gift. And, and a guy like you, you call yourself the king of pressure washing. What, what gives you the nerve to do such a thing, man? 
Well, you know, when I first started out, the the king was probably Michael Kreisley. He was one of the first of the YouTube people that I followed. And I actually bought his channel, and that's who I have now. He had it. He had grew it to about 2,500 subscribers. I'm up to, I think I'll hit 21,000 subscribers by the end of this year. And so oh, nice. he was definitely one to help a lot of people. And, and, and at the end of the day, that's what I like to do is help people. Mm -hmm. I want people to be successful. I want people to be able to start, grow and be successful. That's kind of my motto because at the end of the day, I think that is what, that's what, that's what you, I want. You know, when I, it's not about the money at the end of the day. Yes, I have to make a living, but you know, what I love to see is, is people like Nick Sick, you know, he's going to make $70,000, $80,000. He would have made over $100,000 this year until he got hit by a car, literally. Oh, wow. um, you know, people like a guy across the river from you or across land from you, Jason, you know, last month yeah. he hit a 10, he hit uh, almost $15,000 a month. You know, mm -hmm. people like that makes me get excited. Now, some of these other gurus, well, I don't know <laughs> what they are at the end of the day. But, I mean, I would much rather have a YouTube guru than a Facebook um, cowboy keyboard, you know, that's <laughs> all negative and all of that. At the oh, end of the snap. You just, you just threw, oh, my God, you just drew the line in the sand for the Facebook guys saying that you're going to whoop their ass as the YouTuber. I love it. I love it. The YouTube. You know, I always tell everybody guys. to get off of the Facebook groups, you know, mm -hmm. because, you know, the one thing that is a time suck. And at the end of the day, we don't need no more time sucks is when they get into these groups and we're going to start seeing who taught who somebody learned something last week in the Facebook group. Now they're going to teach somebody else how to do it because they learned it last week, at least with the YouTube gurus. And most of the guys have a good heart, genuine heart at the end of the day. You know, they just kind of journey doing their journey. And I'm good yeah. with that. You know, I'm good with that. I'm I'm happy that they're able to do that. And that is what makes me excited at the end of the I, day. I don't know, man. I, th I think you're just selling snake oil and, and whatever other kind of stuff that you snake oil salesmen sell. I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't trust y'all. I don't trust you YouTubers. Um, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> those, those podcasters are the ones you got to worry about because that means you're stuck in somebody's ear for 30, 45 minutes at a time and they're not going anywhere. Those are the ones you got to worry about. And I'm actually trying to start my podcast so that I can start competing with yeah. you. you actually, uh, well, you have started it, right? I have started and I think I'm doing pretty good. I don't know what is good versus bad. Um, I'm at, um, I'm right at two months, I got almost 1800 downloads. So oh, yeah, I think that's really good, man. I think that's awesome. I honestly don't know what to compare to other than my own. So uh, like, I don't know. I've never been in the, uh, podcast club, but now for the, everyone listening, um, a little bit of inside baseball going on here, Jason, and I, uh, we were kind of talking before we went live and we were kind of laughing because, you know, people like he and I, we get we get a lot of hate from, from a lot of people, which if I'm being completely honest, bugged me a little bit early on. You know, like when I first started doing this and I'd, you know, I was like just sharing my journey online and everything. And people like you, you know, crooked, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how the hell am I crooked? I, I literally just like shared a video of like talking about how I was such a bad business partner or my son he wanted to quit the business and i'm just sharing my life with you here and and you know and uh, now i'm just like i love it now now when the haters come in i'm just like man i just got free rent in your head and it's the best so 
here's the thing. I'm just, let, let me get this mic real close to my mouth just for a second. If you're one of those haters, I just want you to know that it brings me joy that you hate me so much you're listening to this. So suck it, buddy, and thanks for the free rent. <laughs> oh, that felt good. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that, you know, the podcast, but but it's it's fun stuff. And uh, one thing I've started doing on my YouTube channel, Jason, is uh, uh, you know, like you and I, we've talked about this a lot. It's like you can take a two-hour YouTube video that you've made upload it it'll be live on youtube for a minute and you'll have like four thumbs down and uh i've started calling that thumbs down button the bitch button <laughs> <laughs> make sure you hit the bitch button before yeah. we get started here yeah yeah so anyway it, it's, it's been fun but um but but in, in all seriousness though let, let's kind of talk about that for a second let's let's you know let's remove us from the equation because clearly you know, you and I are content creators. Uh, you had a pressure washing company that was very successful that you sold. I'm building one that's very successful. Um, but let's take us off the table for a second. You know, you had people that you listened to and watched. Uh, what you know, uh, we'll use quotations on watch. There may not have been a bunch of uh, YouTubers and stuff like that back when you started. But there were still people that you would watch. You know, from afar as a from a mentor, whether it be a podcast or books or maybe YouTube, what have you. Uh, how do we go about, uh, I, I think the answer to this is simple, but I want to get your take on it. How do we just as, as just two dudes that are going through life, trying to chase the American dream, trying to build our future, trying to set our children up, trying to, you know, all that good stuff. How do you pick who you listen to? You know, how do you pick who you follow? Well, I think it's like anything, and I'll tell anybody that, you know, people are going to listen to me because they like listening to me. People mm -hmm. are going to listen to Bobby because they like listening to Bobby. People aren't going to listen to Bobby because he cusses. People mm -hmm. aren't going to like me because what I'm, I'm a redhead. I'm mm -hmm. a whatever, you know, yeah. and I do the same thing. I have found people that I like to listen to. There's people that I... I like to listen to that are very successful, you know, uh, and I listen to a lot of marketing and stuff like that. That's going to grow my business. It grew my business to the other way. Um, you know, the people that I've learned how to do what I do now was I've listened to them since probably five or six years ago, a podcast. I listened yeah. every week to their podcast, you know, and, and that is how I learned. And I like to listen to them. You know, there's some, they're Kentucky folks and they talk about y'all and that's how they talk. And, you know, but at the end of the day, there's people that don't like to listen to them because the way their accent is or whatever yeah. it is, you know? And so I like to know a couple of things. One thing that I like to listen to is for, you know, are they honest Mm -hmm. Are they trustworthy? Are they saying what they, you know, and a lot of times you can see if they're honest, you can see if they're telling you this, they're doing it. You know, if you have somebody that's t telling you to do ad Facebook and they don't do Facebook themselves, then, you know, do they really know that maybe, you know, or you have somebody looking at a website and they have a crappy 10 year old website. Now, that doesn't mean they don't know how to do it and they're not good and they might just be so busy they don't need to update it. But, you know, a lot of times when I'm listening to people and learning, I'm learning from people that I know that have done it that get me to the next level. You know, That's good. Michael Stelzner is um, social, me social, social media marketing world. You know, he, 
he's done. He brings guests on every week, every Friday. I listen to that podcast and I like listening to it. Russell Brunson is another one that I listen to because he's exciting. He's young. He's my age. There's a lot of things that I have involved with him. You know, he has a kid family. I have kids and family. And so those are things I'm not listening to people that are in India that are living on $5 a day and think, and, and they're single. I'm not listening to that. that yeah. That's not me. Cause that's not who you want to be. Yeah. I, I love what you're saying there because you know, there, there's two components and I actually didn't even mean the first one, but I'm glad you covered it. But obviously, you know, we'll listen to people that we enjoy, enjoy their style. But the second part that you hit, which is the more important one is listening to people that, are doing or have done what you want to do. And just so like, if someone's selling websites, like I just got a website from uh, uh, 180 sites, you know, Ryan Golgoski, you know, and it's a phenomenal site. And, but you know what, if, when I was searching that, if I went to his website and it looked like, you know, if it was an old flash website that looked like it was from 2005, guess what I wouldn't be doing? I wouldn't be using him to make my new one. And I definitely wouldn't be listening to a podcast that he would put out telling me how to do, do these websites. So I think the key is uh, when we're looking at who we want to listen to. Now, clearly, I think you should listen to me if I didn't. Well, actually, I don't think everyone should. If you have a $20 million business, uh, you probably probably shouldn't be listening to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but uh, but you know, if you're uh, if you're gonna listen to someone, you need to say, okay, has that person done what I'm wanting to do? You know, is that person better at this thing than I am? And if you can answer yes to those things, that's when you really want to listen. And it's just and and you can apply this to anything, whether it's uh, 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 sports, you know, if you, if you want to get better, what do you do? You find the people that either are better than you, or, you, you know, you find that coach that can show you, here's the guys that I've coached that, that have come out ahead. And, um, there, and again, the reason we're, we're kind of talking on this, talking about this is there really is a lot of noise about these things online. And, uh, you know, like Ray Burke's a good friend of mine, you know, and Ray and I will talk a couple times, you know, two, three times a week. And, and uh, he'll be like, man, this son of a bitch over here, I, Ray, sorry, I called you out. I'm sure you don't care. But he'll, he'll be like, this guy over here is promising that, you know, if you do these things, he's teaching, you're gonna make $30,000 a month. And he's been in business for six months. And I'm like, yeah, I think the people that listen to that guy probably deserve what they get because they're not, they're not vetting their people very well. But uh, but that being said, Jason, I'm never going to listen to you again because I just think you're a self-righteous YouTube guru. That's all. And, you know, I and, and, and that's one thing that I, I'm good at being as a guru. So, you know, the biggest thing I like doing is, is and this is the biggest thing that I like to do is, is listen to stories. And, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of the podcasters I listen to are telling people's story. And I do the same thing on my podcast. You know, that's why you're coming on to mine. And we're going to talk about your story because... Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, everybody wants to hear a good story. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to just be like, you got to do this, 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 and this, and this, and there's no action and no way to know. But, you know, when you listen to a story, I had somebody on that you probably have had on too is Wes. You know, he did a million dollars. Oh, yeah. You yeah. want to talk about a good story, a 26-year-old doing a million dollars? Yeah. 
you know, yeah. that is amazing. I remember when he was at the, his very first huge five years ago. I remember mm-hmm. seeing him there, talk to him the whole nine yards. So, yeah. you know, and if you got any younger audience, go listen to probably, I think you had him on a podcast. Yeah, Wesley Bloom, yeah. Go listen to my podcast. It's kingofpressurewash.com slash podcast. I have him on there. I have him on my YouTube channel. And it was a great podcast. He tells you what he did to get started. And that is what I like at the end of the day is hearing other people's stories of how they're being successful at the end of the day. I I tell you what, I like Wes so much. Uh, You know, I mean, I don't know him ultra well, but uh, we, you and I, we actually, we brought him into the BBB fold, you know, you, uh, uh, it's funny, this BBB thing, you know, for those of you that don't know, it's uh, some it's a few things, but it's a mastermind group that, that gets together once a quarter. And uh, I've been doing it for a couple of years and invited Jason earlier this year. And, and uh, we've just got some just killers in this thing. And Wes is one of them. Wes came to the last event and, you know, again, how old is he? 26, 25, 25. You got this 25 year old pup, you know, and Wes, no offense. I don't mean that. I don't and he's really... like five foot three, four. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. He's a little guy. And he, uh, but he's just so sharp, but, you know, again, like if you look at his success that he's been having, you know, he, he, he hasn't done it accidentally. He didn't just, you know, I mean, he had some failures at the beginning. He didn't just like do it and do like half a million dollars in his first year or something like that. You know, he's in like year number six or something at this stage in the game, but but you got this kid, you know, respectfully, Wes, um, this is just old man talk, you know, when I call you the kid, but you got this kid that, that at the end of the day, like you said, you know what, he was at the huge convention. You saw him there five years, six years ago. Um, you, you know, he listens to the podcast, he reads the books and how do I know? Because I asked that dude for advice, you know, like he's, he's in the BBB now and we'll talk and we all have different areas of expertise and he's done the hard work. He's done the things that, uh, maybe I'll get on a little soapbox here, but, uh, he's done instead of dreaming, instead of talking about how great he's going to do instead of doing the easy stuff, which is tinkering on your equipment every day in your garage, you know, Wes isn't one of those guys that if he didn't have any work on a Tuesday that he thought, Oh, well, I'll, I'll make the trailer more efficient. No, he was the guy that was marketing and getting more work. And, uh, so, so you got guys like that that are just killing it, and uh, I just respect the hell out of them. I don't even know why we're talking about Wes now, but he's worth, but, he's worth talking But about. going off of that, too, this is something else I learned, and this is definitely something that you need to be doing, is there's two things. you got to keep learning. Don't ever stop learning. If you're out there pressure washing and you're not listening to podcasts and learning and filling your brain and learning – and, and not just taking stuff in, but putting things to action. Yes. Yep. When you put things to action and, hey, maybe I'm going to try that. Hey, Bobby said this. Maybe I'm going to try that. Maybe I'll try this. <laughs> and so um, I know he would said one year he read over 60 books in one year. And Good so I, he gave a book just the other day and, I, and I'd never heard of it. And I went and read it. And I'm going to tell you, it's an amazing book. It's called The um, Impact. It's not an can't think it's something leadership 
It's about a bunch of Marines. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure oh, it out it's, it's, uh, is it the extreme, dichotomy extreme, of leadership or extreme ownership? Extreme ownership. Is yeah. What Jocko Willink. Yeah. Jocko. It's a great book. It, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I don't, I've, I've been listening to it and I'm on my walks. I'm like, I want to go take another walk because I want to listen to it. It's a yep. very energetic book. It talks about leading. It talks mm-hmm. about things of, you know, if your company is failing, it is your fault. It yeah. is nobody else's fault. Everything it's, is your fault. Yeah. Everything is your fault. Even if you have a boss above you and it's your fault at the end of the day, because you're not taking extreme ownership and it is a great book. I listen to books. You know, he listens to books. You know, if you're out there spraying water, listen to books, it's find the best books time. to listen to. Yeah. Well, you know, so Jocko Willink, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Uh, so the book, everybody, if you haven't read it, you need to, it's called extreme ownership. And then Caleb, my son, he actually just finished it. Caleb loved it, loved it, loved it. And, uh, he has a second book. I haven't, I started it. I haven't finished it. I just, one of my typical lazy, you know, scatterbrained things, but, uh, it, I liked it better. The, the first, you know, quarter of it that I got through, uh, called the dichotomy of leadership and uh, very similar, uh, very similar book. But what I love about, you know, what Jocko teaches, you know, cause he's a Navy SEAL, you know, former, you know, former Navy SEAL. He was on, uh, he was in that same uh, SEAL team that like Chris Kyle was in and, and uh, he was at the, you know, what the battle of uh, Fallujah and, and all yep. that stuff, you know, and Gazi um, and all that crap. Yeah. Went, went, you know, just went through hell over there. And uh, he now, you know, he, well, he does all kinds of stuff, but one of the things he does is, uh, he's a consultant for businesses and things like that because he's learned how to do this. But his philosophy of everything's your fault. Uh, the, the reason I love the fact is everything technically really kind of isn't your fault in some senses. You know, like, you know, if you get cancer and it was a hereditary thing, I mean, you didn't choose to be born to who you were born to. You know what I mean? So I'm not like, you know, I'm not saying stuff like in a heartless standpoint. But it's important for us to have that mentality that everything's my fault. And the reason that's important is if you have that mentality, now you are empowered to fix the problems. If you don't have the mentality that it's not your fault, or if you have the mentality that it's not your fault, you're now powerless to fix it. And, um, you know, so now like COVID, COVID ain't my fault, but me not having a plan in place to uh, uh, be able to execute if a worldwide pandemic hits is mine. Well, Bob, we haven't had a worldwide pandemic since 1912. Fine, but it's still my fault that I wasn't prepared for it, you know? And then the next thing- Well, and that goes back to, you can take two actions. You can sit there and say, well, yep, it's a worldwide pandemic and I can't do nothing about it. Or you can take action and be like, hey, is there something that I can do? And a lot of these guys that in the beginning said, if I can do, have had record years this year, you know, have had a record year because guess what happened with a national pandemic? Everybody stayed home and Mm -hmm. everybody got stuff done. So you can sit there and pout and you can say, I can't control this, my, 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 my. Or, you know, this president is getting an elect and he's going to do this and this and that. And I can be all negative at the end of the day. That's stuff that you cannot change. You can either adapt and overcome or we can sit there and bicker around and bitch and nothing gets done at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, 100% agreed. I just just don't have anything to add to that. The another thing about Jocko, 
if you if you guys don't know who he is, most of you probably do. He's he's got a podcast. I don't ever listen to it. His podcast episodes are like six hours long, and I just don't <laughs> like. I think they're literally like five hours long. They're crazy. But um, if I was still pressure washing, I'd listen to him because they'd get me through the day. Um, but he's got uh, a lot of YouTube videos and stuff. And if you're, if you're listening and you're interested in him, uh, do a search on YouTube. Uh, Jocko, J-O-C-K-O, Jocko, and then the word lies. Like, you know, you're telling a lie. Um, and he's got this video where uh, someone wrote, wrote into his podcast, you know, s- sent an email. And um, the uh, says, hey, Jocko, um, how do you deal with, uh, and I don't remember what it is, but um, the lack of ability to you know, manage your time or to get this thing. Fit. I, don't, I don't remember what it is, but basically it was someone that was given an excuse. And he said, Jocko pauses and he goes, it's real simple. What you have to realize is that all of your excuses. And then he says it like this. He goes, are lies. And then he goes on and he goes, um, I don't have time to work out lie i don't have enough support from my family lie nobody wants my product lie and he just goes on and on and on and uh and, and then he of course flips it and and, and that's i want to i want to hit a little bit of something here on that right there i'm not to knock you off of there but that mm-hmm. comes back to a mindset you know we get a mindset and, and and we can tell ourselves there's different mindsets a lot of times we have especially these guys starting out in pressure washing have a poor mindset yeah well i can i can't charge that much i would never pay for that much you daggone right i'm not my customer yeah I'm, I'm looking for other customers or, you know, and, and get around positive people. When we get around positive people, you'll become positive. Yeah. Get the negativity out of your life. And the worst people that are be the most negative to you are your friends and your family. Yeah. That can be the worst of, oh, you're not worth nothing. You can never do it. I know I was that person. I mm-hmm. had my own mother say something the other day and I'm like, I don't want to hear it. I'm growing a very successful business. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to hear that negativity. Yeah. And, you know, negativity is not a good thing at the end of the day. And so if we have a positive mindset, we get around smart people. You know, it's kind of like what we were saying where we're doing BBB and all that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you are the smartest person in your group of five, then you're pretty dumb at that point. You know, we want to be the dumbest <laughs> dumb person. for being the smartest, right? <laughs> we want to be the dumbest person of the, uh, on the five. So that way we will grow and we will become more successful. We'll become more like the other five. And you know what? We might have to move those five around and get five new people so we can keep growing and being successful because yeah. being successful, being around successful people, you will become successful. That's just, I mean, it's kind of one of those things that, you know, if we stay in this mindset of I can never do this, you know, when I started five or 10 years ago, I never said I'm going to be a YouTube guru. When I grow up, I'm going to be a YouTuber, you know, now I'm a YouTuber. That's why I tell when people ask what I do, I'm a YouTuber and their eyes get about this big and be like, do what? Yeah, I'm a YouTuber, you know, and do I do things? Yes, I teach people how to do it, but I'm a YouTuber and, you know, get around successful people, get around smart people. And guess what? 
you'll become smart. You know, yeah. I, and guess what? Are things hard? You know, the worst thing I hate hearing people in the business say is I can't do this. I yeah. can't do that. Mm. I can't do responsibility because that's $179. I can't do whatever. I can't answer my phone. I'm trying to do this. You can do it. It mm. might be hard. And it, you can, as I tell my kids, this is what I teach my kids. I, my wife is really big on it. Of We don't say can't in our house. Yeah. And so, you know, yes, you can do it. It's going to be hard, but I can do it. You know, when I yeah. started, I sucked at sales. I still kind of suck at sales, but you know what? I don't sell. I'm not a big salesman of uh, the truck salesman of here's this truck. You know, I'm more of a soft salesman. Mm -hmm. I'll give you the information if you want it. Good. If not, so be it. I don't care. You know, and that's the way I sell. And people like that because I am mm -hmm. that way. Some people like the, I'm going to beat your head in and you're going to yeah. give me your money, you know, and that's fine. But that's just not me at the day. I'll, I'll tell you what my can't is. Uh, this is the can't that I do allow myself to say is I'll say, I can't figure this out. And the reason why is if I say I can't figure it out, that doesn't mean that there's hopelessness. It just means that I might need to find someone else to be able to figure it out for me. But I agree with you. And I, I used to make fun of, uh, I used to make fun of, let's say kind of like the Tony Robbins kind of thing, just like what you're talking about, you know, don't say you can't, you can, you know, and, and I used to think, oh, that self-help BS or what have you. But the truth is the things we say are very powerful. You know, like, you know, they're, they're very, very powerful. Tony Robbins, he even says, you know, he goes, I think thoughts are things like real, just like, tangible things and it's it's like the the phrase uh like my kids they won't say it around me and if they do if they did i'd i'd correct them swiftly um but we don't say the phrase you know oh someone screwed me over no people don't screw us over someone may have tried to do me bad or whatever and maybe by definition they did screw me over but that's a victim statement someone screwed me over really you little bitch who cares? They did their thing. Now, the only person that screwed over is the one that won't respond appropriately and, and make it happen. And, you know, so, so instead of saying, I can't do this, I'll say things like, I don't know how to do this yet. I can't figure this out. I haven't been successful with this, you know, things like that, which are statements that leave me with an open end of saying, you know, so in my mind, when I say it that way, in, in my mind, I'm like, I haven't been able to figure this out, or I can't figure this out. But then that leads me to who, not how. If I can't figure it out, I need to find the who to help me help me get there. And that, Jason, this is why I like you, man. You know, actually, it's funny. You we and went I down are, a whole nother rabbit trail. We didn't even know we was going to go down. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's I, I don't even know what to say. I, I'll tell you something. Of, uh, I, I probably shouldn't even say this, but speaking of just rabbit trails, you said earlier you were talking about how uh, – you know, some people won't listen to Bobby because he cusses. And then the people, you know, and you and I have had that conversation before where you're like, you know, I've had people, uh, this is you speaking. You said, I've had people that have told me that they won't listen to your, your channel because you cuss. And I'm like, well, good. That's why, that's why I created the no bitch zone just to let you know, right up front, the kind of guy I am. That's why the, the intro of the podcast has the word bitch in it you know it doesn't have an f-bomb or something like that but it's why the podcast is rated explicit i you know it, it's just kind of who we are and and uh, i'm just i'm doing you a favor you know cutting you out but uh, you know i want my tribe to be like like me you know i want i want people i like being around now you 
you, uh, I think you are like me. You're just a kinder person and you're, you're a better diplomat than I am. That's all I think. I think it's a big thing there. I'm a kinder, gentler person as they'd say. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's funny. I was actually, I was on, I think it may have been one of your live streams on YouTube one time and I was watching it and I can't remember whose live stream it was, but uh, I think it was yours or it may have been Cody Yarbrough's on at Southeast Softwash and someone, uh, you or Cody mentioned me and uh, someone goes, someone in the chat said, uh, uh, I don't listen to Bobby Walker because he cusses too much. And uh, I was kind of a dick. <laughs> I just typed something back. I can't even remember what it was. It was probably just something like, you know, you poor thing. That's one of my favorite comebacks is you poor thing. <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's why, you know, I don't cuss because that's, you know, I cuss off of it, but that's not yeah. what I grew my brand through. And I know people like me, you know, I've had classes where people have come up and said, I've listened because I don't cuss. And, yeah. you know, it's not that I don't cuss. I cuss like a sailor. My wife's like, you, you know, sometimes I cuss worse than others. And I'm not saying that's good or bad. You know, I'm just saying that through my channel, I don't do it. And I don't care if somebody comes on and does it. It doesn't bother me at the end of the day. I just don't do it because of I'm trying to push a more professional view and Bobby's not professional. And that is why I do that for. So, but no, it's not that at all. I, I can't No, I, it's an accurate Again, statement. <laughs> people are going to watch me and people are going to watch Bobby. You know, if you look at Bobby, he's got a nice shirt on all that kind of stuff. Most of the time I'm t-shirt and shorts and that's way, you know what? Some people like that. Some people like the polo at the end of the day. And so I can't it, believe you just said that I'm just wearing this shirt. Cause it's so damn, it's like been in the fifties, you know, cause normally I'm the tank top guy, you know, Wow, it's been in the freaking twenties at night here. So I don't <laughs> even hear it, so. Um, you know, I had to go walk and I had to put my big coat on because it was a high of 36 today. So, yeah. So, Hey, listen, I want to, I want to change subjects here. Okay. We're going to switch over to a, just pick something, damn it topic. Okay. So that's, what's coming up guys, everyone listening. We're going to talk about just pick something, but before we do, I want to talk about uh, a cool event that you and I are doing on, uh, in January, January 3rd. And January third. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll kind of give a little overview and then let you uh, get into it. But so, guys, listen, everyone, uh, like, basically everything's getting canceled at this point. You know, the uh, uh, a lot of events are getting canceled. The Service Monster virtual event that was coming up here in a couple of weeks actually just got canceled as well. You know, ResponsaCon was forced to cut their uh, attendees in half you know, because of things coming up. Uh, but uh, Jason and I are going to be doing a little sh uh, smaller event. We're going to, I think we're capping it at 15 people. I think it's not going to be big, but it's going to be right here uh, in our office. The washathon thing that Jason and I have done with some guys, at least temporarily, that ain't happening. Uh, it won't be happening again, looking exactly like it did before at, at the very least. Who knows if Washington's going to be happening some more in the future. But uh, but Jason and I, we're doing an event here in Orlando on January 3rd. Uh, it'll be at my office. So this you'll, you'll get to come hang out in this room in this chair I'm sitting in right now. Uh, it's going to be a full day. It's on a Sunday. And what basically what the day is going to look like is uh, we're going to do a full day of training. And it's going to be, it's going to be kind of similar to like kind of what we did at Washathon, to be honest with you. It's just a one day event, but, um, but there's, 
there's going to be less people and Jason and I are going to be able to spend a lot of time, you know, one-on-one -on -one with everybody. I've got all my trucks here. We're going to be doing some training on pressure washing, training on soft washing, uh, you know, literally hands-on looking at the equipment, pulling it apart. And you're not going to just see like the shiny brand new, you know, equipment. You're going to see like the beat, the, the shitty rusted beat down stuff that's in the back of my truck. So you can see how it really works in the real world. And then um, we're also going to be over here and just on the other side of this office, we'll be in my conference room. And um, we're, I'm just going to kind of show you underneath the hood of my, my business, the systems that we use in it. Um, we'll be teaching on sales and marketing. Uh, the marketing thing is going to be geared more towards people that don't have a big budget for marketing, but can still make you a lot of money. I'll be teaching you the things that I did when I had no marketing dollars to get us up to $20,000 a month in revenue. Uh, we're teaching sales tactics, uh, how to get high ticket prices, how to get Google reviews, all of those things. So it's going to be a great, great combination of technical infield training and sales and marketing training. Uh, it'll uh, breakfast will be provided on that day. Lunch will be provided on that day. And then that evening, uh, as a group, you know, Jason and I, and anyone that wants to go, which I bet you it'll probably be everyone. Uh, we're going to go to Disney Springs and have dinner. And, and, you know, if you want drinks, you can do drinks. If you don't want drinks, you don't do drinks, but, uh, it's going to literally be an entire day into the evening. It's going to be awesome. Jason, did I miss any stuff on there? No, the pressure, you can go to pressurewashhelp.com slash in-person training, and that'll give you all the information. The biggest thing is, is it is my training that I'm putting on. I'm getting Bobby. He's going to probably get two to three hours of, of just talking on the sales and marketing on his side. Mm -hmm. I go over all the nuts and bolts. I go over how I grew my business to a million dollars. This pressure washing training isn't you come and watch. This is a you come and do. You get to come touch his shitty equipment and you get to use his <laughs> shitty equipment because a lot of times people don't understand it. And when you get to touch it, you get to do it. You know, yeah. they always say there's three kinds of learning and I teach all three. You know, first off is, is I can tell you the second off I can show you. And then the third one is you do it. And when you get to do it, it, it's something about taking it from your hand to your brain and it's, it will probably stick a little bit yeah. that way. And so again, um, and then I started to do these um, where we're doing dinner together. You'll have to buy your own dinner, but a lot of times that is where the connections really get made. Yeah. There's a lot of value where, at that stuff. Yeah. That is where I see businesses grow. You know, last that Washington, I had Brian come up to me with his look. Um, he's like, here, can you help me out? And I sat down on my computer, did about 10, 20 minutes. I got him up. Now he's up to almost 70 reviews. And now he's going to even do more at the end of the day. So, you know, if you already know the, already know the hands-on, well, this will be a good class, even though, because you will still get um, all the, um, no. the marketing stuff of how to get to a million dollar business. I mean, Bobby's or you're probably going to be close to, are you at 750 this year? No, no, actually I didn't, I didn't get that close with my capacity remaining. As I'm looking at my dashboard here, I've got 47,459. So if I can round that up to 50 K in my capacity, what I have left for the month that I can squeeze in, we're going to, that should put me at around 630. So, so uh, he did uh, 630 this year. He did over 500 last year, Yeah, did over a million. 
a couple years. And so I know what to do. I know what we got to do to get there yep. and I know how to get there. And so I teach all the methods to get there. And so you definitely don't want to miss out on. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be good stuff. And, and I, I think at the end of the day, guys, uh, it's essentially an event for, uh, you know, if you're a three or four year veteran, you don't need to come to it. Prob- well, if you're been in it three or four years and you're having success, probably not the event for you but um if you're struggling to to grow or if if you're trying to get into the business you know if you if this was your first year or if next year is going to be your first year this would be a really really good event jason and and and, and again this is what i always tell myself whenever i go to a training i want to 10x whatever i put into it oh so you'll have probably a thousand to twelve hundred dollars and even if you've been in the business for four or five years I guarantee you, you will 10 or 10 X what you will learn here. Even if you already think, you know, everything, you will learn one thing that will make yeah. you $10,000 at the end of the day. I about yeah. guarantee you that is well, if thing. you execute on it. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, the, the, the balls in your court execute. So, so that being said, we're going to move on to the just pick something thing, but guys, you can go to pressurewashhelp.com slash in-person training. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can, uh, Click on it there and uh, looking forward to seeing you guys, but we're limited, limiting it to 15 uh, spots. So it's going to be a small, uh, small little event. So. so Bobby, what's better? Do I need to soft wash or do I need a downstream injector or do I need to um, use an X jet? Oh my God, Jason, you know what? That leads me right into my next segment. <laughs> I know what you do it. I'm teasing. Uh, yeah, Jason. So let's talk about that right there. So whether it's the, the technique that you're going to use on how to clean, whether it's the equipment you should buy, whether it's the marketing strategy you should use, whether it's, do you do LLC? Do you do S corp? Do you do sole proprietor? Do you do responsive bid? Do you do the customer factor? Do you do jobber? There's all of these things. Do you use this soap? Do you use that soap? Do you use no soap? How crazy do you go hearing people talk about this for months and not even get off the pot? They're, they're not shitting. They're just sitting there. Hey, Bobby, do you use an X-Jet or downstreamer or a soft washer? <laughs> Shut up. Stop. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, no, but but that's what it's like, you know, and guys, you, you've got to you've got to forgive Jason and I. We're we're having a little fun because we we're we don't usually get to talk to other guys that experience the same stuff. But 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 what Jason's describing here is, you know, the truth is, if, if I can be, I don't think I'm not being humble when I say this, but, uh, you know, I'm building this business quickly. I've ran a huge business for other people in the past. Um, we share some really good, valuable information. And the stuff that we share, it's not the only way to win, but it's definitely a proven way to win. And we share this stuff. And then the feedback we get is, Jason? Bobby. Do we use an X-Jet or a downstream injector or a soft launch? <laughs> That's the kind of stuff we hear. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, let me tell you how I figured it out. I, uh, uh, you, you know how we learned roof cleaning, Jason? How to roof clean? By killing stuff. Well, no, I killed stuff as I was learning to roof clean. But, but here's, here's how we learned. Um, we decided we thought we decided that we thought it was a good service to add. So we were handing out flyers like Mad Men. I changed my flyer design, added roof cleaning to it. And then when someone decided to uh, buy 
a roof cleaning from us. Then I said, hmm, I got to figure out how to do this thing. So I, we sold two roofs right off the bat. I went and bought a backpack pump-up sprayer, and I cleaned two roofs and hated every second of it as, as I was doing. It was the worst thing ever. I had chemical burns on my shoulder. I went up and down a ladder probably 300 times in one day, and, and it was the worst. But you know what, we di- what, what didn't happen is Caleb and I didn't sit there and play this game of what should I do? How should I do it? Do I do it this way? Do I do it that way? I can't market for it yet. I don't have the stuff or the, you know, blah, 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 blah. We just locked in on a viable option and went all in. And then we realized our option sucked and we pivoted and, and found a good way to do it. Well, and that goes back to why just pick one. Yeah. You know, I don't care which one you pick, just pick one. Because here's the thing at the end of the day, you know, you if, if you don't pick any, you've lost everything at that point, you know, and, you know, it is one better than other. And, you know, we can go down the road of, well, this one does a little better this, but we can do better with this and blah, 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 blah. But you know what, at the end of the day, if you don't pick anything, you don't learn nothing. If yeah. you pick one and figure it out, if, if you don't like it, Hey, you learn something about it. And again, it doesn't matter if this is most of the time it's all about equipment. Or the other one is, is which which CRM? Yeah, which well, CRM? Well, this one's got yeah. this little gadget. This one's got this little gadget. This mm-hmm. one, and it's like, you know what? There's no CRM out there that's perfect for everybody. I guarantee you there is no CRM out there that is perfect mm-hmm. for everybody. There's no, I will guarantee that there's not a CRM that is perfect for Bobby right now. Yeah. Because Bobby might want to do this or this, and he don't sit there and say, uh, well, this one don't do that gadget. This don't do that gadget. If you don't pick one, you never learn. You never figure anything out, and you never grow. Because mm-hmm. what happens is, is when we sit here and we worry about, do I do this? Do I do A? Do I do B? And we pick D, none of the above. Well, guess what? We didn't learn nothing. We didn't. We didn't hone our skills. You know, maybe do I need to do Facebook ads? Do I need to do Google ads? Do I hire somebody? Do mm-hmm. I not? Blah, 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 blah. We can keep right on going down the road of that. But at the end of the day, it, it comes back to what Bobby always says, too. It's all about the little things. Yeah. The little things are what will make us successful. The little things, if we're not careful, will cripple us and kill us at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Yeah. You know, downstreaming, exjetting, soft washing. Yeah. That's a little thing. If we sit there and we worry about this little thing, and I've seen people go months, years, yeah. and this isn't something that just started. When I first started back in the day of the forums, way back when, when there was a thing called forums, yeah, you know, <laughs> you old man, <laughs> this wasn't Facebook, this was forums, and they the same questions were asked hundreds of thousands of times back then, too. It's it again. I agree with Bobby. Everything's about the little things. Mm -hmm. The little things will either make us successful or the little things will trip us up and just knock us off our feet and we'll be done at the end of the day. I've seen a lot of people quit because the little things, they didn't know how to overcome the little things. They didn't know, you know, what to do, you know, how to do it, you know. And again, a lot of that comes back to. A lot of people will say, well, all you, we got all this free stuff out there on the internet on YouTube. You know what? You're daggone right. We do have all this stuff on YouTube out there at the end of the day. Yep. I have it all. Bobby has it all. We all have it all out here on YouTube. But a lot of times, if we don't open that wallet, it's like our brain don't 
turn on. Yeah. Our brain is like, oh, I don't know. But, mm-hmm. you know, you know, the best thing I love about my classes is, is, well, this person over here says to do it this way. And this person over here says to do it that way. I'm like, well, I'm going to show you all three. You pick which one it is. Because you know what? When even like my training, you know, I teach downstreaming. I teach X jetting and I teach soft washing. Yeah. You know what most people will end up doing? Downstreaming after they take my class. You know why? Because they got to do it. They got to feel it. They got to see it. Mm-hmm. And, and it, But you know how many people before that time will sit there and go back and forth of, what do I do? What do I do? This one better than that one? Way too many times. And you know what? You know what successful people don't do? Worry about the little things that's going to stumble us and take us down. Yeah. Well, there's a saying that I love. It says, what if our failure beats what if every time because what if never got off the couch and you know so as jason and i just spent five minutes ranting you know for a second um because it does get frustrating because you know you you hear it over and 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 i know it's not fair to get frustrated at the one person because it's the first time they did it but you know it is what it is but guys if you sit there and spend 45 days trying to decide you know, should I use this CRM or that CRM? That's 45 days of customer data that you don't have anymore. If you picked the worst CRM on the planet on day one, you're better off than if you picked the perfect one on day 45. You know why? Because you can switch to the perfect one one day. If you pick downstreaming and you really should have been X-jetting, guess what? A downstream injector costs $40. Who cares? Throw the thing in the trash. Go buy your $180 X-Jet. And now you're, you're, you're rocking. It doesn't matter. And, you know, th- there's so many ways to win. And I, the, you know, you guys hear the frustration in our voice. I feel kind of guilty that we're just, you, we probably should have just been doing this on the phone instead of on a podcast, <laughs> Jason. But, but what, we're, what we're trying to say to you guys is don't lose opportunity being indecisive and to to help you with that and to encourage you is there's just there, there's not a perfect way to do it but you know downstreaming's got its advantages hey, we're just using downstreaming and next jet and stuff as an example you apply this to any it, it doesn't matter what it is marketing operations you know admin because at the end of the day, if you picked one and you learned a new skill, mm-hmm. you didn't fail at it at the end of the day yeah. because you, you learned pick- a new skill that, you know what, you wouldn't have learned that skill if you mm-hmm. didn't pick one. Sitting on your couch, sitting there thinking, do I do this? Do I do that? Versus picking one, learning it, you learned a new yeah. skill. Now we can move on and do something else. Yeah. Or, or, or pricing. I don't know how to price right. Okay. Well, go out there and just pull a number out of your ass. And if you priced it. You know, if it should have been a $1,000 job and you priced it at 50 bucks because you didn't know, guess what? You just got paid $50 to learn how to price $1,000 jobs. You know, so uh, so, th- so that's the encouragement. We'll get off of our soapbox and our high horses here. But, you know, the, the point is, guys, is take action, embrace failure. You're not going to make a single decision that's going to bankrupt your company. You're not going to make a single decision. I mean, barring like, you know, a... Uh, sexual harassment lawsuit or, or something like that, you know, you're not going to you know, make a single thing that's going to ruin you. So embrace failure. Know that every time you fail, it gets you a step closer 
to to your success as long as you don't give up and 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 be decisive on these things so stop with the you know what should i do and do the just pick something attitude that's ultimately what we're getting at and and that's that's coming to you from us with love we uh it's kind of I shouldn't say this because it, it'll, it could sound condescending, but it's kind of like, you know, kind of like with your kids, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, sometimes you, you give them a little tough love, not because you're, you're being mean. It's just like, sometimes we need that little, you know, slap on the ass to, to get off the couch and, and get over there and get something done. So, so, so that is that. So Jason, we've talked crap on gurus. We've uh, told people about an amazing event on January 3rd for uh, um, it's essentially going to be a uh, it's, it's going to be a very powerful event you know technical training sales marketing uh, basically Jason and I will be completely uh, available to you guys and you can look under the hood of everything that we do and, and basically we can talk about anything you want but we'll have our planned stuff that we're going to go through as well and um, that's it gurus just pick something and January 3rd man do we have anything else to talk about I don't think so don't think so so guys listen Go to pressurewashhelp.com just to find all things Jason. That's where you can find his podcast. That's where you can find his YouTube channel. Uh, he's uh, It's Pressure Wash Help on YouTube, right? Yes. Yeah, but you can go to, if you just go to pressurewashhelp.com, he, he has links to all of his stuff on there. I'll put that in the show notes. And then uh, pressurewashhelp.com slash in-person training. That's where you can sign up, get your ticket for the event on January 3rd. There's only going to be 15 of them. Um, I hope. If you're listening and you're cool, buy your ticket because we want the cool people here that are fun to hang out with. Don't let the nerds buy it before you buy it. So, <laughs> and, and then we'll, we'll judge you when you're here. We'll make a list and we'll put the, the cool people on the left side of the list and the nerds on the right. And then we'll, I don't know, that's an office reference, but it is what it is. So anyway, we appreciate you guys. Jason, do you have anything you want to share before we get off here, man? Take action. That's the best action I can tell you is, is to take action. If you don't take no action, you won't get no reaction at the end of the day. Yep. Failure beats what if every time. Love it. Guys, listen, I'm Bobby Walker. This is Journey of a New Entrepreneur. And if you're not doing the things that you want to do in life, you better have a damn good reason for it. But if you're not pursuing those things, there's no good reason for it. Signing off and reminding you. Don't be a Don't be a bitch. Peace out.